Hello guys, it is Hartwiger here and today we are back for episode 7 of the F1 show. We've got an extra an extra bloke on today, we've got Max on again. Max, how are you? I'm back. Uh, obviously, uh, last weekend, uh, Christian and Max were doing uh, the 24-hour karting event at Buckmore Park. Um, and their team, Solentex Delta Racing, uh, actually won the uh, the pro category. So, uh, well done to them. Uh, they did yeah, a, it was a, a, sh- a pretty convincing win. For them. It was I wasn't even driving. And yeah, no, I think Christian did a good job for yeah. the team. Um, yeah, I'll did. be I'll be joining them I'll be joining them for the 24-hour race next year. Yeah, we don't care about that. Uh, and, right. and, and in their in their BP endurance uh, series, yeah. but yeah, um, well done to Silent X Delta Racing for winning. Yeah, that was a really good win. So they couldn't uh, make it over the last weekend uh, period. I mean, obviously pretty tired after the yeah. event, so uh, understandably. Yeah. But uh, we're here today. We're here to. Uh, Preview the Eiffel GP at the Nurburgring, um, and then we're going to be talking some uh, talking over some points, some news. Uh, There's some pretty big news coming out in uh, recent recent uh, times, uh, notably the Honda Red Bull partnership. Um, Honda leaving F1. Uh, for me, that was a bit of a bomb. I didn't actually expect it. You know, I didn't didn't see any signs that no, they wanted to leave. It was pretty no. unexpected. It was. And the programs are going so well because they've actually had some successful. Yeah, they've actually finally had some success. They've had well, like, last year Max Verstappen in the Red Bull won. How many times you had like like two wins this year? One in the Alfatori. So it's yeah. getting like more powerful. Their engine it, it, it's so much better since like the like McLaren days. Yeah. Oh God, the McLaren days. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks yeah. like Red Bull are gonna have to back to Renault. I mean uh, that's gonna be a fun one. The op- <laughs> After the event of twenty eighteen. The options are the options they have is um Mercedes, Ferrari, Renault on the current grid. Uh which Mercedes mm. sort of got their limit up for next year. Um Ferrari I think have one slot spot left. Um and Renault obviously they'll supply no one next year, so that's a likely choice. Uh, Rumours are going about that um, Honda could give Renault, uh, Red Bull their engine, and Red Bull could start developing their own. Um, I mean, I could see that. It, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Honestly, it's kind of a Red Bull thing to do, but uh, I don't expect that. Um, mm. And then the last option is to get some other suppliers to come in, um, which. I don't think there's any really suppliers that want to want to actually join. I've heard uh, Audi. There's been rumours about like a Porsche, Audi, but I yeah, highly doubt I think, uh, like uh, any yeah. Volkswagen brand is going to be I read up on in doing the sport. I read up on some of those articles, and they're talking about the use of synthetic fuels and uh, basically to try to get those mm. carbon emissions down to carbon neutrality. So um, yeah, they probably expect. Yeah. They said that they're really prepared. You know. The Volkswagen Group are prepared, you know, to to jump in their fun. Uh, hopefully, it's a manufactured team, but that I would... can't see that. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty six. Since there's been the uh, yeah, twenty twenty six is a good aiming, but Porsche just started their like program uh, in uh, Formula E. Same like the Mercedes 
Formula E program, Audi Formula E program. Formula E is getting a lot more competitive, uh, and I think manufacturers are particularly interested. It's lost it by status. Uh, it's Premier like road testing grounds. I just can't see any more manufacturers getting involved. Like, hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean. I think that they've openly said that Formula E racing is not as enjoyable as you know Formula One racing, and I think from a marketing standpoint, Formula One is a lot more uh, marketable to get your brand out there. So it's such, oh, such yeah. a such a bigger sport. I mean, it is the pinnacle of, of motorsport for for a reason. So well, I think that they're actually, I think they are considering it really, but um, they just need to have these engine rigs uh, probably cheaper and more uh, aimed towards carbon neut- neutrality, which. They say they will be, but I mean, we don't know. It's another six years away. Yeah, um, I did mm. hear a. Um, I heard something. It was, I, I believe, it was. I'm not sure if it was a rule or what, but um, but I heard somewhere that in F1, um, the engine provider who has the least customers is obliged to make engines for a certain team. Yeah, yeah the I've FA heard, will uh, like it involved. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. You know. But, uh, at the moment, that's Renault. Yeah. At the moment, that is. Renault have no customers. Yeah, it, it'll be year. Renault, but yeah. Um, you know, it's sad to see another manufacturer leaving because if you go back like 10 years, we had seven engine manufacturers on the grid. You'd have Renault, Ferrari, Mercedes, Cosworth, Cosworth BMW, Toyota. Mm. So many. Now I've only got but four. Think, yeah. In three in twenty twenty. Three even, though. So. Three, yeah, exactly, mm. yeah. Yeah. Speaking, we've also got some other big news about the Grand this week. Mick Schumacher and uh, Callum Eilock, the two Ferrari drivers who won two in the uh, FA Formula 2 World Championship currently, were making their uh, free, free practice debut at the uh, Nürburgring. Marcus Schumacher? Yeah. No, Mick Schumacher, sorry. Mick, yes. We'll be driving in the uh, Alfa Romeo while while Callum Eilat, his teammate, well, not teammate, but his, uh, his fellow academy fellow driver, Ferrari academy yeah. driver, uh, will be in the Haas. Yeah, um, I don't know who they're stepping in for, uh, but uh, uh, I'm pretty sure Mick Schumacher is stepping in for Antonio Giovinazzi. Yeah, and Callum Eilat is. Um, yeah. Look, I I think it's it's a really good time, really. I think Mick will get the, the drive in next year for next year. I mean, he's been in F two for for two years now. Has the prestigious Schumacher name, and he's winning the championship by being super super consistent. So I don't see yeah. a reason to not put him in F one. Um, and this is you know this is sure. the start of that. But uh, yeah, I'm recording lot, now. He's going to be announced tomorrow. He's going to be announced tomorrow, uh, respectively. And uh, really? I've heard rumours that Alfa Romeo are going to announce their drive lineup being of Kimi Raikkonen on a one-year extension, and they're going to sign Mick Schumacher for a two-year contract. Yeah, I mean, he's doing his rumours. Really so, I've heard on uh, racefans.net. I mean, last time yeah, George we made a, thing we made like a uh, George and I made a lineup prediction podcast, and at, at, at that stage, it even seemed like you know Kimi was still in doubt, but. Now it gets every day. It's getting you know more and more certainty around the subject of Kimi staying in F one. So I mean that's obviously good for the sport. But I mean, 
leaves, leaves Antonio Giovinazzi out of a drive, which I don't think he's underperformed this year at all. I think the circumstances well, I think that he's car. underperformed, but I think he's struggling to adapt still. Like he struggled, like he struggled to step it, like step in. Even though that's what it is. I well, think. he hasn't been like smashed by Kimi at all. Like if you look at like qualifying, no. head to head and race. Oh no, no, exactly no. I think they're they're very 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 similar. So, I mean, obviously you're going to go with the experienced head, and then if you want to get a Ferrari driver in, you replace the other Ferrari driver. So it, make, it makes sense. Um, yeah. But um, is yeah. quick question. Um, it, is Giovinazzi still in the Ferrari Junior Academy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's Ferrari's uh, uh, reserve driver. Yeah, reserve driver. Yeah. yeah. So if something happened to like Charles Leclerc, Sebastian Vettel this year, Giovinazzi would go to Ferrari and drive Ferrari. For one race. Yeah. Uh, for Alba. Well, nothing to start for position because I really do like Robert Kubica, and I really want him to come back on the grid and actually like have a decent car. Yeah. Can do one I think, think last I think last year for Kubica it was just. It was just like while it was an amazing comeback, I think it was just Under, it was underwhelming at the same time. Exactly, I think I think he found it very difficult with the car teammate. that he had. He still beat his teammate. He still beat his teammate. Oh, yeah. He he, beat. he was out qualified all year teammate. by his teammate, but then got that one point. Yeah. Uh, not, that's what it counts. Yeah. All matters. Right? That's what counts. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, point those two. Prizes. Those two make their uh, FP1 debut this weekend, um, and yeah, I yeah. Think that's that's not all the big news. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of um, lot of weather that looks to be around the track, but um, knowing it's Formula One, it won't it won't ever show up. You won't. <laughs> it will be. You know, uh, no, it's gonna be rain expecting in fifteen minutes. Rain five miles south of the circuit or something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there is rain. Uh. Forecasted, I think, at this current stage on the a again. Friday in Australia, it is. Thursday in England. Yep. Then again, you've got to think about it. Nurburgring is uh, historically known for throwing up uh, weird, weird and uh, unpredictable weather conditions. It's only got to look back to 2007, where six cars. We could see something. It's just like, oh, yeah. if the rain all comes down at one go. Yeah. Um, what other big news has there been, really, recently? Uh, uh, there's what's going on with the Brazilian Grand Prix, where the FIA yes. want to remove it from Interlagos and take it to Rio. Mm. I'm going to admit, I think that's an absolute stupid idea. It's yeah, that's what off. I think. It's one of the fans' favourite circuits. It, yeah. it's it such... consistently produces good racing every year. And it's such a good track and as well. On a statement on them wanting to be carbon neutral. Uh, yes, yes, yes. To make that new circuit, you've got to cut down a, a large area of uh, well, actually I'm... protected rainforest. What I will say yeah, is... exactly. Um, I do agree that it should stay into Lagos, but on that... On that, oh yeah, the carbon emissions factor. They could easily be in, in other sectors. You know, it's not. It's easy in other sectors. They can, uh, their, their yeah. carbon offset. You know, yeah. That's how. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. how it works. Carbon offset. I totally agree. Because thing is, for the area, is is having a Grand Prix day. Is it going to outweigh the like uh, 
No, no, negatives like the economic benefits so like yeah. would it well, it probably would be economically beneficial I think they'd make it it probably be more economically beneficial than than Interligos so that's yeah. probably why they're building it um, and yeah they can probably offset <laughs> that carbon neutral uh, offset that carbon um, carbon positive with some carbon negative um, from the rainforest and stuff, the yeah, deforest. They'd be, oh, they'd yeah, be able to do that quite easily. They're, they're such a big sport, they'd be able to do that pretty easily. Um, so the thing is, if, it, if it's F1, like, I think it's, imagine some like marketing. Yeah. Um, of them like replanting like four times the amount of trees cut down. Because that would be a good marketing campaign, exactly. especially nowadays. But that's but like, I, I think it, it's kind of the, the yeah, morals, be really the morals behind campaign. it, you know. Not, you know, they, they want to try and get mm. to. Uh, carbon neutrality, and you know this isn't the right step. You know, to like just in, just to like a, a normal person, this wouldn't be the this wouldn't be the normal step. So it's not a good look for F1. But I mean, it would still be offset somehow. But I I do think Interlagos does deserve to uh, continue on, even if that's just, yeah, even is, if uh, they want to make right. some modifications to the layer. I I don't care, you know. Mm-hmm. If they want to add mm-hmm. add an extra corner, if they want to take a corner out. I I. Really couldn't care. They just need to keep it there. I think. Oh, yeah. Interlock it consistently creates some good, great racing. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's wet. Yeah, so saw, should we move on? For we saw our, a good race last year. It was. Predictions for the. Uh, I thought Grand Prix. Twenty twelve. I I I thought Grand Prix. Yeah. Which interestingly, it is the fourth Grand Prix the Nurburgring's ever held. European Grand Prix, Luxembourg Grand Prix, and now it's going to hold this one. Interesting. God, yeah. No, I remember, I remember, I remember really playing right. on the Nürburgring. Um, well, of course, like, we can play on, 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 on like, uh, old F1 games like I used to play on. 2011, yeah. The, the, the Nürburgring is a fantastic track. I used to love driving the Nürburgring, and I just... I'm just very excited to um, see another race, yeah. and I think I think I I think the wet weather is really mm. gonna have a very drastic effect on the on how this race weekend will yeah. progress and qualifying all the way to the race. Oh yeah, and um, yeah. maybe it'll be a bit of a change of weather conditions race. It's wet the entire weekend. The fact because you only get like three sets, four, four sets intermediate. Like teams trying to save tire tires desperately. Well, in the, if say if it was wet all weekend, would the FAA step in and chuck in a couple more wet wet uh, tires? They would have to because because I think the FIA want to see a weekend where in free practice, like two or something, I mean, like one car mm. drives around. That would be very bad for F one. Yeah, it would. Yeah, we we yeah. actually move on to our race predictions now yeah 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 L- l- let's do some race predictions all right so guys what we're going to start off with be very interesting is we'll start off with pole position and then we'll do our top five and with driver of the day so we'll start with that we'll start with george i reckon okay so um i'm gonna say obviously with this the um statistic that only 13 of the current f1 drivers have actually raced at nurburgring I think obviously experience here. We'll we, we'll probably benefit the drivers um, who ha- who have driven here before. Slightly more experience. So I'm just going to say pole position, Lewis Hamilton, because hmm. um, I yeah. think he's very good at adapting to a new new circus that 
maybe he hasn't raced that before or raced that in a long time. So I think obviously Lewis Hamilton with a really superior car and um, he's, he's a fantastic driver as well. Uh, and yeah, I think he's going to adapt really well to the Nürburgring and I think he will take pole. Although I think maybe you can't count out drivers like Max Verstappen as well because this it could well be a wet qualifying session. But um, So we could see other drivers, Valtteri Bottas, Verstappen, even maybe Albon, maybe try and take it to pole position. Yeah. I, I'll probably say less likely, yeah. but um, you can't yeah. count out What about your race, George? What's your race, top five? So um, uh, for the race, I'm just going to say... Oh, I I think Verstappen's going to come out on top of the race. If it's going to be a race with changing changing weather conditions, I think anything could happen. That's 100%. I feel like yeah. I feel like Verstappen is going to pull something out of the bag here. If if mm. there's got to be a race where the Red Bulls have got beat Mercedes, it's got to be a wet weather race. Well, not has to be, but because we saw in Silverstone, it was dry. Likely. But um, it yeah, it's extremely more extremely hot. Though. That's the thing. It's, it's in the extremes yeah. where. Red Bull. I mean, it's going to be extremely cold this week. Yeah, so that's second to fifth. It's going to... Uh, I think... I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to say... I'm just going to say... So, Verstappen for the win, of course, what, I, what I've already predicted. Um, second... Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, Chase, uh, by the way, I've got going like uh, five minutes. Yeah, I do. You okay, next. Max. That's all right. Okay, uh, yeah, so I'll just yeah. make a quick set of predictions, maybe bold predictions. Yeah. First, Verstappen. Second, I'm gonna go for I, I'm gonna go for Albon. Uh, third, so Rebel One Two. Wouldn't that be a great result? So yeah, the mm. very bold prediction. Um, yeah. Third, I'm gonna say mm, Lewis Hamilton. Fourth, I'm gonna say Valtteri Bottas, and then fifth, I'm gonna say Charles Leclerc. Who's going to pull out a really good Ooh. drive? So it's very bold predictions, but um, yeah. I'm I'm feeling like something's going to happen to Mercedes this week, which is going to compromise their race, and yeah. and really Dri- come back. Who be who will be there um, the day? Whoever does the best drive, I think, will be get drive of the day. Uh, uh, it's really it's really good hard call. to say when everyone. And all the drivers are so talented. Yeah, I'm probably going to say I'm probably going to say George Russell because oh, I predict that George Russell is, is going to have a good race this weekend, and he will capitalise. He might in score the, a point in, in the in the extreme weather conditions. He might, he might. And he might even score a point, just as Max said. Uh, we'll go to Max now. Okay, uh, Saturday I reckon is going to be about Bottas day. He's the king of Saturdays. He can always put like that pole position in, but he he can't hold it in the race. Race pace, it's he struggles on. Uh, he's good on Saturday, struggles on Sundays. About uh, Bottas, I'm, I'm yeah. saying Lewis Hamilton will qualify today. But then again, Mercedes really do struggle. Uh, it's been a major factor of the last couple of seasons. So then again, it's gonna be a cold weekend. We could see Red Bulls or maybe even like a McLaren. Challenging in for like a front row start in the race. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna have to say Lewis Hamilton. I can't see anyone beat Lewis Hamilton nowadays, mm. unless it's like a crazy race where there's like safety cars, like rain tires yeah. go through. I'm predictable. It's gonna be Mercedes one too. 
Uh, Lewis Hamilton's going to match Michael Schumacher's record at, uh, at his home track, unfortunately. But, like, unfortunately for me, but it's good for Lewis Hamilton, probably. Yeah. So, Chase. Uh, top five is probably Lewis Hamilton, Max Bottas, Matt Charles, Leclerc, and I'd say Carlos Sainz in fifth. But it can all change in heartbeat. Drive of the day? Uh, the drive of the day, ooh. I'd have to say it'll probably be. Nah, I, I, I can see Tim Vettel getting like, my like this. But then again, it could be anyone else. Yeah. Um, for me, pole position, I just can't go past Lewis Hamilton. Previous experience, you know, just uh, and that that he's sort of very uh, level head. So I think if it's even and if, if it's wet too, it might help him. So unfortunately, Max had to go quickly. So it's just going to be George and I to finish this off. Uh, for my predictions, as I said, uh, Lewis Hamilton. Um, for pole, I think the experienced head will get in there. But in the race, I think, you know, we need something special. And I made a bold prediction uh, last episode, I think, uh, about um, Valtteri Bottas will, will still win the championship. So in light of that, I will say that Valtteri Bottas will come through to win the race. Um, I think wow. he, he needs to. And I think, you know, that confidence now could be in, instilled in him. And I think he could win it. Uh, second place, if it's going to be a wet and wild one, I'm going to say, I will say Carlos Sainz. Wow. I think, I mean, I think they might have some good pace this weekend, McLaren. Uh, you know what, I, I, I'm doing this not because it will happen, but because I want it to happen and it'd just be such a nice thing to happen. But third, to get a podium for the first time this season, Sebastian Vettel. I'll just put him down, you know. If it's going to be a wet and okay, wild race. why not? If it's going to be a wet we and wild made, race, who knows? We have made some incredibly bold predictions. And, yeah. I, and I just wonder when it will be when they actually come true. Yeah, it could happen, you know. like If it's going to be changeable conditions, as we saw last then year, Then anything could happen. Sebastian, obviously, with a faster car, finished P2, and I don't think he actually made a mistake the whole race, so... Um, if it happens like this, and a track, if changeable conditions like that, and a track we don't use, we don't have raced out for years, um, I think it could happen. Especially since he won here last time, and it'd just be such a nice thing. Yeah. Uh, then. Yeah, of course. Of fourth, course. I'm gonna put. Uh, let's see, who I'm gonna put? Um, Daniel Ricciardo. Okay. Consistent again, uh, and then fifth, we'll uh, we'll go. Daniel Kvyat. Wow, Danny Kvyat. He's actually been pretty consistent over the last couple of races, and I think he does. He has been drive, So He's I think been he'll make quietly performing very well. And I think you know, without the Honda backing, it might make it a lot harder for Yuki Tsunoda. Yeah. So uh, it could be. Of course. Still, uh, Perez. Uh, I, I still think it might be Perez um, for my predictions, but it's getting more likely that Perez will go to another team. But yeah, I mean, now. Uh, that's my predictions. I, I'm just going for some bold stuff, you know. So it, it's yeah, it, why not? I'm hoping for it to be an exciting race. I mean, if that actually happened, well, I would wild. be so happy because, like, if Lewis doesn't score points, Bottas wins. That's a 25-point swing in the championship. That's championship back in contention. Vertal podium, science podium. Ricardo, give you that up there. It'd be, it'd be lovely. But, uh, 
It'd be amazing. We can only hope. But uh, guys, that has been it for today for episode seven of the F1 show. If you are enjoying these uh, like we are, please make sure to subscribe to the Heart Weekly channel. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts so you get all the new episodes coming out. And, uh, you know, share it around. You know, show, show the love. Uh, would be, you know, get the podcast out there if you really enjoy it. It'd really help us quite a lot. Um, and yeah, uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Goodbye. All right, goodbye.